This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendorf. It's the old Trailblazer riding out again on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. So we're happy to be back with you folks at this time. It's always, to me, a pleasure and a privilege to come into your homes and your airplane, your boat, wherever you are. Maybe you got a camp back there on the river somewhere. And it's and you you may take time out to listen to the old Trailblazer, and that's 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 a blessing to me to know that folks appreciate the message enough to turn in to listen. And uh, we're hearing from folks all over the country. And uh, the old Trailblazers own about 100 stations across America. And uh, so many folks have not heard me but for a short while. But I praise the Lord. I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. Pastor here at Radio Missions, First Baptist Church of Algiers, and formerly out of New Orleans, Louisiana. And until Katrina came along, washed us out. And we relocated here in Walker, about 100 miles from New Orleans, where the old Trailblazer was born and raised. And... Uh, so we're happy to be back with you folks at this time, and we're bringing you some series, a series of studies now on blood redemption. But I have a gracious song queued up for you, one of our radio choir songs. Now, and I want to play that for you, and then we'll get started in our message again. have nine full-length CDs by our radio choir that we offer for five dollars each and those those songs is about 18 on each CD they sing, we sing the old blood song when I see the blood I'll pass over you have you been washed in the blood there is a fountain filled with blood saved by grace and all of those things if you'd write me I'll send you a listing of all the songs that are on those when we bring you these studies now on the uh, blood blood in the new in the Old Testament did you know that salvation is by blood? We have a bloodless, a bloodless religion now on the scene. You, 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 you think back. Does your pastor speak of the blood, how that Christ suffered, shed his blood there on the cross, or uh, that there, he became our substitute? You know one thing about a substitute, my friend? The, the every, every sinner who ever gets saved must have a substitute for his sin. Someone to take his place. You don't have anything the Lord will accept. 
You must have someone to stand in your place. That's what a substitute is, my friend. A substitute is one who stands in your place, takes your punishment if you deserve punishment, which you do. And I've told you once or twice maybe uh, over the years of the uh, incident that happened there during the Civil War, some of the uh, Confederate soldiers were captured for for treason and were going to be uh, shot at the firing squad. And uh, for treason, that was the that was the penalty. And they had five of them was going to be shot. And in that group of five, there was one man who lived down here in South Alabama, somewhere in the South. And he had a wife and three or four or five children. And in that same outfit, there was a young man who was not married, had no family, he said. So he asked his commanding officer, said, can I take old Joe's place? Would you let me just die for Joe? Now, I know that sounds uh, far-fetched, my friend, but this is a true story. And the, the sergeant or commanding officer said, well, I'll have to find out from headquarters. You mean you want to do that? Yes, I want to do it. He said, he's got a wife and five children, and I have nobody. So the story goes that he got permission got permission to stand in his place. So that early morning hour, they stood five of them up there, and they were killed by rifle fire. And uh, this one, this old man, you know, older man, went free. And the war became uh, over, and, and he went home, and his children were growing up, and he told them one day, he said, I want you all to go with me. We're going up there in Tennessee, in the hills of Tennessee. I want to tell you all a story. And didn't tell them anything else till they got there. Went out there and found this old cemetery. And he found this little old grave where it was sunk in. Grass was grown up around. He took his pocket knife and cleaned it off and mounted up the dirt a little bit. And he said, now, children, this young man here, and his name was on the, on the board there. He said, this young man took your daddy's place. He became my substitute. He told him that story, how that this young man volunteered. Did you know our Lord was not dragged to the cross? No, he went there. On his own behalf, in his own volition, he went there freely, my friend. And he told him that story. And he knelt down there and cleaned up that grave. And all the children cried. And his wife cried and made a, made a terrible, uh, maybe it was a scene. But this man was so broken up that that young man took his place. And my friend, I tell you, day by day, the old trailblazer, the Lord Jesus Christ took my place. There on Calvary, I was I was consigned to death. I was I was uh, determined to be uh, uh, whatever death, but the Lord stepped in. He took my place. He said, "He's one of mine. I'll, I'll die for him. I'll, I'll take his place." My friend, that ought to break your heart this morning. That ought to humble your heart to where you can't hardly stand up to know that somebody. And I know now that we we, we our modern day religious. People have foo-fooed the death of Christ as a substitution their death. They say that's just a, a foolishness. Oh, but my friend, no, no, no. The only basis of salvation is the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ shedding his blood for sinners. So that's what we're speaking about in these studies. And we've got several more to go speaking about the blood uh, of the Lord. Now, in our last study, we were looking there at Abraham how the Lord told Abraham to take his son, Isaac, and carry him up there to a mountain where he would show him and to sacrifice him as a blood offering. Oh, my friend. So Abraham uh, took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon his son, Isaac. They had reached the mountain area there. 
took the fire in his hand, and he sold his, told his young men who had gone with him, he said, you remain here, and uh, the, the, the lad and I will return. I like that part. I like that. He looked forward. He knew he was going up there to sacrifice his son. He took the fire in his hand, took a knife. Isaac bearing the cross in the form of the wood on the, for the burnt offering. And uh, the Lord has said, He that cometh to me must forsake all that he has. Take up thy cross and follow me. It's according to Luke 9. Taking up the cross is not giving up something, my friend. No. It's not giving up something during the time of Lent. Not doing penance. Not giving up your Easter hat. Taking up the cross is becoming obedient unto death. Oh, my friend, the cross is the place of death. The cross is the end of all flesh. I know that our folks wear the cross around their neck up on the steeple of the church, and they have no clue of what it was for. You ask one of them, you ask one of them, what does that cross mean to you? They won't know what to tell you. They probably fly backwards. But, my friend, the cross uh, is a place of death and the new life. The cross is the end of all flesh. Listen, Isaac was going to the place of death. And when he came back, he would be a new Isaac. Let me tell you something, sinner. Awakened sinner, disturbed sinner, salvation is not giving up. Salvation is dying. You say, I've given up everything that the Lord ever laid on my heart, trailblazer. Well, go on and die. Every sinner who ever gets saved, young or old, will die. They will become obedient unto death. They will accept the Lord's uh, uh, word, my friend. The death of the cross. Everything uh, that they are in the flesh or ever hope to be. Those things will be put away. Folks ask me, Pastor, will I have to give up this or will I have to give up that? I say yes. Yes. In essence, I don't know what the Lord will do. It all depends on the Lord. But, I mean, the Lord, those things, you die to them, my friend. You die to them. If you're so wrapped up in this, that, or the other, the Lord, the Lord will lay his finger on it, my friend. You'll have to let it go uh, either in reality or in, uh, in your heart. You say, well, what's the difference? Well, only the Lord can show you what the difference is, my friend. Listen, everything that they that uh, will come to the end of all flesh before they come to know the Lord. Abraham had in his hand the fire and the knife that represented judgment, the instrument of death. And they walked along together, and Isaac spoke to his father. We'll look there just a moment. And he said, Father, here am I, my son, here I am. Here I am. He said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, Jehovah Jireh, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. This was an hour and a time that Isaac would never forget. Now, my friend, did you hear that verse? Jehovah Jireh, it means the Lord will provide. And I tell you this morning, tonight, the Lord has provided. Christ Jesus, our blessed Lord, was nailed there to the cross. I never get tired of telling that. There in the garden, he looked into that mythical cup. He said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, thy will be done. He saw where he was headed. He saw the cross. He saw the cruel scourging. He saw the crown of thorns. He saw all of those things, 
And he said, not my will, but thy will. My friend, don't, don't, throw, don't neglect looking, looking at the Lord's, what he did for you and for me. He died on the cross. He went there through the agony of soul. It's not a fairy tale. It's not, it's not just a Sunday school lesson. My friend, Christ died to save sinners. Christ came into the world to save sinners, to save the ungodly, to save no matter what. I can't describe uh, how awful sinners are, my friend, by nature and by, by choice and, and in, in essence what sinners we are. And yet the Lord, knowing all of this, died for sinners. Oh, it's so great to be able to tell you. I hold out hope for you. Wouldn't it be awful if I came here one morning and I said, there's no hope, folks. Go on home. Get ready to go to hell. There's no hope. No, I can't do that because Christ died to save sinners. And folks won't have it. You won't have it. Maybe you won't have it. Maybe you're chomping it to bits. Old Trailblazer is going to be true to you, my friend, as long as the Lord gives me grace. But I wish you would uh, take notice of my address. It's the Old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Write me and let me hear from you in my, my, my website, radiomissions.org. But uh, look to the Lord. Would you do that? And then sit down and write me and say, Trailblazer, you know the Lord saved me. I'm just an old sinner the Lord saved. But uh, isn't it grace to know the Lord? And I'll be back next time at the same time. Same, same message, my friend. Goodbye and God bless you.